eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And immediately the combine started with some pretty crazy news regarding the guy we thought was the best player in the NFL draft, Jalen Carter. Uh, The Atlanta... The ACCPD, they released an arrest warrant. They secured arrest warrants for Jalen Carter for reckless driving and racing. It found that Carter was racing a 2021 Jeep Trackhawk um, uh, versus, um, tragically, um, Chandler LaCroix, who I believe was a Georgia recruiting assistant and, and another player as well who both unfortunately passed away. The toxicology report indicated that LaCroix's blood alcohol and concentration was 0.197, so way over the limit. And Carter himself then got booked um, uh, for reckless driving and racing. So he flew from the combine back to uh, Athens Clark County Jail and then he then since has returned back to the combine to complete his interviews. Kind of a thing where it it's just a lot to process. It, it wouldn't surprise me if teams knew about this incident um, or knew this was about to happen. There was also the Todd McShay report about immaturity, which came before this, it came 29th of December. Obviously, this uh, tragic incident happened 15th of January. So we don't know. You, you know, maybe he'd been racing before this. Um, you know, there's questions of whether he was intoxicated as well. But it seems that the big thing is the fact that, you know, he decided to to leave the incident and in in the police's eyes, and you know, didn't, as far as we know, didn't call nine one one. Um, didn't do anything. Just sort of uh, left. Um. Carter released a statement on his Twitter saying, This morning I received a telephone call from the Athens, Georgia Police Department informing me that two misdemeanor warrants have been issued against me for reckless driving and racing. Numerous media reports also have circulated this morning. This was the day that the news came out about him 
being under two warrants um, containing inaccurate information concerning the tragic event of January 15th, 2023. It is my intention to return to Athens to answer the Mr. Nima charges against me, which he did, and to make certain that the complete and accurate truth is presented. There is no question in my mind that when all of the facts are known, that I will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing. So, Griff, we obviously are not in a position to to know, as, and we will never probably know as much as the teams know. But do you do? You, is there a take on this? I mean, I think, like first and foremost, probably should wait for, I guess, proceedings to completely, you know, fulfill themselves because the, the devil's probably in the details a little bit as far as. I don't know, casting final judgment, you know, like the thing of if he was there near the scene afterward and then left, like you have to call that in. Um, and I mean, like if they were, if there was a chance that they, um, he may not have known if they were dead or not. And if, if there was a chance that could have been saved, you know, time is of the essence with getting a 911 call in. So the last thing you should ever do in any sort of motor vehicle accident that you're even like tangentially involved with even though he didn't cause the accident directly and he wasn't in the car is call 911 and don't leave the scene. Um, so it's, it's, uh, that, that is probably, um, like th that, that's a huge piece of it here. Um, on top outside of that, um, you know, like street racing, I mean, it's that kind of belongs in the bucket of as far as like offenses go from like prospects and just, college students in general that's kids being absolute idiots and you call it idiocy because someone could get hurt and so often no one does get hurt and you just say wow you're really lucky nothing happened and you just kind of move on with life this is a case where obviously something happened so mm -hmm. consequences have to be dealt with um like you said i'm sure teams already knew about this like and more like you said they probably even already knew more than we will ever know um so like from a cynical perspective i actually don't think that this you know kills his draft stock if anything he might fall down a few slots but he's still going top 10. the league doesn't care about they only care about this insofar as it relates to like signaling future misbehavior or future decisions i don't think they care from a moral standpoint whatever that standpoint is or should be so yeah. i don't know what are your thoughts on it yeah, very similar to you. Is street racing a big thing in America, like amongst? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I mean, amongst college kids with yeah. nice cars, oh yeah. I never I mean, even realized it's, that. It's not like everyone's doing it, but it happens on every campus. Every 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 team is doing it. And like, if, if Kirby Smart and Nick Saban can't convince you not to go be an idiot on a Friday night or a Saturday night, then no one anywhere is going to every program i'm sure has some hot shot pre uh high profile player doing something dumb like this that we never hear about because what percentage of these end in a car accident higher than most 
you know, Friday night drives, but still low enough that we rarely hear about it, you know? Yep. Um, if so, I think the other the other main variable here is if he was drinking or not. Yeah, the, the was... alcohol being involved and whether he will never know, I don't think, because he seemingly managed to leave the scene without the police, you know. Yeah. Being able to test him, so. Yeah. But the, uh, the police report described them driving 104 miles per hour swerving in opposite lanes of traffic like i mean it's street racing but yeah yeah um yeah now rap sheet did report that they did not know the full extent of this but i mean teams would perhaps say that yeah i mean yeah and also they need to wait for the full facts they might not have known some of the details And and some teams may not signal that they know to the media because they want to know if anyone else knows. They yeah, they want yeah, to yeah, yeah. have the information. Yep. Um, but like so, like, yeah. Go ahead. No. The teams, so the reason the combine is so important, as much as we'll be talking about the numbers, is teams need to check out the character. Like any job interview, teams need to check out the character of guys. And them checking out the character of guys doesn't just happen in these 15-minute interviews that they have at the Combine or even the informal interviews that they have at the Combine. It happens throughout the whole draft process. And so if, you know, there was immaturity concerns as early as uh, December or probably earlier than that, they'll have constantly been checking up on Jalen Carter and seeing what's going on and, and getting to know him a lot better than we ever can. And then this is just something which obviously he's going to be asked about a lot Uh Measurements wise, he was six foot three, three hundred fourteen pounds, with thirty three and a half inch long arms, which for the Seahawks meets their supposed threshold. That I mean, in an ideal world, he'd have thirty four inch long arms. It doesn't really matter, especially with how he uh, plays football. But um, yeah, the uh, whether Seattle would take him, I'm not so sure. Given you know John Schneider in the combine, uh, this draft cycle, he mentioned sort of being caught out with players a bit. Now, he was talking more about pushing up certain players when they had a need at the position, but also character has been emphasised a lot by him and Pete Carroll, uh, more than I think it had in the past. And so maybe this would dissuade Seattle from taking Carter. I'm I'm not so sure. It's it's definitely something to think about. Yeah. The the whole idea or the the word maturity is such a broad term and so when when uh mcshay used that phrasing like some maturity issues that could have been i mean that, that could have just been shorthand for like hey he just did something really stupid that we're all going to find out about later yeah, on I, or exactly, or yeah. and and this might be like there are some there are some prospects that kind of get like check all the boxes off of like he's mature he's got his you know his head on straight he does x y and z and probably has um done something partaken in something once or twice and nothing comes of it because nothing bad happened um you know when he got they got lucky so maybe he did this and this is as stupid as it was and it is as harmful as it was and simultaneously he could also be a good student 
you know, in the, in the film room, he could be good, great at practice, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, or maybe he also has other issues too that teams don't know about. So, I mean, I feel like as far as how Pete and John view it, it's probably related to all the other background that they supposedly do on players. Um, but yeah, it, it also with, you know, the last time they got burned with a situation like this, it was Malik McDowell and that happened to be a motor vehicle related incident this also being a a car motor vehicle related incident they might just wash their hands of it all together go nope this is too familiar or maybe not maybe they weigh it against other other things and they go well we think that he's totally fine with the other things and as far as it relates to signaling future behavior future decision making because i think that's all they care about is um is 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 trying to see if there's a theme of behavior as it relates to their football team not like what judgments need to be made